From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I am Sherrianna. I'm your host, and I'm also the author of many books, including the latest, which is called Emotional Detox Now. If you're new to the show, this is a show about spirituality. It's about mental health. We also talk a lot about pretty cool topics like spiritual masters and archangels and energy and healing and all that good stuff. And today I am so excited for this conversation. If you are someone like me who loves numerology and numbers and archangels, boy, are you going to love this show. If you're someone like me who is always checking out license plates and receipts <laughs> and numbers everywhere you go, just because you love getting those little messages from the divine, then you are in the right place. And I have the perfect guest for you. Her name is Lisa Robertson. Lisa, welcome to Just Ask Spirit. It's a pleasure to be here and always happy to talk about anything numbers and angels. <laughs> I'm so excited. All the way from Los Angeles. And Lisa tells me it's blazing hot there today. Right, Lisa? <laughs> It is very hot. It is very hot. <laughs> so I'm going to let you tell the audience a little bit about yourself because I know you have a lot in your background. And the book that I'm holding in my hands is actually uh, three books ago, right, Lisa? So the one I'm holding in my hands, everyone, because they can't see, is <laughs> called The Divine Practice of Angel Numbers Raise Your Vibration with Archangels. So go ahead and tell us about yourself. Yeah. So, um, you know, that book is a really interesting book and we'll start from the book and work backwards because that book was really 10 years in the making to be perfectly honest. So it took me like a long time to get comfortable with wanting to come and write that angel book. Um, I'd been working with the angels for a really, really long time and I'd self-published a small book, um, way back in maybe 2010, 2011, before I became a traditionally published author. And then I didn't do anything else with the angels. And I was doing a lot. I was doing um, channeling circles. I would often get 60 to 100 people to these circles every single month. Um, I was doing a lot of work. And it, one of the things I, I quickly noticed was that I was starting to feel really uncomfortable about why people were coming to these events. And that was, they were looking for a quick fix, a quick answer, and for someone else to solve all their problems for them. And that didn't sit well with me. <laughs> so um, one of the things I did then was I actually just stopped completely and was like, I am not going to be doing this anymore. There's got to be a better way for me to still bring information to people, but so they can do their own work. Well, what year is this, Lisa? Just so I'm clear, where are you? So this you was maybe 2002. 12 2013 okay. i stopped i stopped doing stuff around about then i started around 2009 
So you had a hundred, 160 people coming. To 60 your to 100 people. Yeah. Oh, 60 to a hundred. I'm sorry. I misheard that. And, and once you learn this, it, 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 let's say you press pause or did you just stop? I just stopped. There was no pause. No, no pause. <laughs> <laughs> I just stopped. <laughs> and, and what does that mean? You just said, I'm not doing this anymore. Exactly. <laughs> wow. I find that fascinating. I so, have no problems just stopping something. Like I'm just not, I'm, I'm not a procrastinator when it comes to decision-making. Once I've made a decision, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> okay. And so then, then what, this is now, again, this is back in 2012, 2013. So this is before the publication of this book, right. which you say is 10 years in the making. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you stop and then what? So I stop for a while and then I just start working with the angels for my own personal benefit and getting back on track. And um, that's when I actually landed my first publishing contract. So then I just kind of threw myself into publishing. So 2013, I signed my very first publishing contract with Llewellyn and I created the Animal Totem Tarot. And it was during that time that I realized this was it. This was my vehicle. This is what I was going to do. This is how I was going to teach moving forward. This was is putting the information in the hands of people who need it, but then they can do their own work or use it however they want. And it was taking that, the piece that was a problem for me, which was I am not your oracle, I am not your guru, <laughs> out of that equation and putting the onus back onto the reader. And that was where my publication journey began. Great. I Yeah, I love that. And I couldn't agree with you more that sometimes it becomes, you wonder if you're participating in a cycle, right? Am I, am I participating in a pattern? And could I actually be supporting and interfering with your own growth by taking on that role? I mean, that's an interesting perspective. Would you agree with that, Lisa? Is that how you sort of felt? I kind of felt like people were not trusting their own decision-making process and mm -hmm. asking for something outside of themselves for constant confirmation, which I get, which we, I know we do, like where we like to be, have that level of, um, you know, confirmation and clarity, maybe an acknowledgement that we're on the right path, doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. But I think that if we're doing it constantly, then we're shifting our power and we're putting it outside of ourselves rather than what the angels actually teach us to do, which is to trust our own power and our own path and our own purpose. So I felt like it was all getting a little skewed along the way. And that was not something as someone from an educational background um, I just didn't feel comfortable doing that. And I know there are plenty of people who do, but I personally did not. Well, you could apply this with anything, Lisa. I mean, so many people listening can relate to that where you are there to support, support, support. And then after a while, you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> I'm working a little bit harder here than I thought. Right. So let's, let's talk about the angels. How did you get into this work and what is your relationship with the angels yeah so I wouldn't say it was voluntarily I definitely didn't seek it out it was not something I had any interest in and I talk about that in the introduction of the book the angels came to me not the other way around <laughs> um, <laughs> having and how, how did they come to you 
having grown up Roman Catholic, I actually had a very complicated relationship with the whole angelic realm. Still to this day, still to this day, I might add, we're, we're still we're still a um, a journey in the making. Um, so they they literally came they literally came to me, and and still to this day, when I say this out loud, it sounds absolutely batshit crazy, but that's what happened. Um, I walked into my kitchen one day and there were, I thought there were 12 people in it, but it turned out they were actually angels. They weren't physical people, but I did think someone had broken into my house. And, and so they came to me. Okay, well, hold, hold, Lisa, hold on a second. <laughs> hold up a second here. Okay. So, <laughs> and I get that. I, I want, first of all, I want you to know, because this has happened to one of my daughters, one of my daughters saw an angel in our kitchen and I saw her looking at the angels. So I totally get this. Okay. And I, I'll never forget the look on her face and not, not just that, but the feeling in the room. I didn't see the angel. She saw the angel. You saw 12, <laughs> 12. And you thought they were I mean, what did it look like that you thought someone broke into your house? Because they looked like real people and they were making sandwiches in my kitchen. And <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I thought maybe someone had like, had like there was an old person who had keys to our apartment. Like I was really worried. So like I looked and then I left, like I went back into my bedroom. I came back out. I looked again. I'm like, okay, now yeah, they're blowing. <laughs> Did you want to call like 911? I mean, what, what was the feeling? Like, so you looked? I was, yeah, like I was, I was concerned. I was confused. And then when I looked again, they were kind of glowing. And at that point I was like, oh, I'm having a psychotic break. Great. <laughs> what a day to have a, a complete and utter mental breakdown. Um, and, you know, I ducked back again. Cause like, you know, there was a small wall, there was this wall in the hallway that I could peek around into the kitchen of that particular apartment. And then Uriel just poked his head around. He goes, oh, hey, hi, we need to talk. And by that point, like, I was done. <laughs> i like, all right. How did, you know, how did you know it was Uriel? Well, I, he introduced himself later, but that's who it was. Um, and at that point, I was like, okay, so if we're having a visit to Crazy Town, let's just, like, ride the entire bus all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. Now, was that the only visitation or did this continue? Oh, no. No, no. Um, well, they didn't come on mass anymore unless I actually called for them to, which was nice. It was nice that like after our initial conversation, like we, we kind of like sorted out some boundaries and parameters. And they were making sandwiches? <laughs> were making sandwiches. And were they eating was... the sandwiches? <laughs> no, they were just making them. I don't know. Like it was all, like it, it was there. I don't it was know why I need to know that. It, it, was, it, it, was, it was happening, but it wasn't happening. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Um, it, but no. So after that, as I said, like the, then the terms of engagement were kind of worked out. And I think that's interesting for people to understand too. So I think a lot of people when they're working with spirit guides understand that they set the terms of engagement with their spirit guides. Like you can have this conversation where you have the boundaries in place. And it was kind of like when I stopped doing work with the angels, I actually told them, I actually don't want to be working with you for a little while. I need a break. So okay. like, I don't want like random messages or anything unless I actually ask for it. And they that was totally respected. Um, so I think that's important too. One of the lessons that I learned from the very beginning was, again, we have the power. We're the sovereign beings. We're the ones who are setting the rules of engagement. 
we're the ones who are saying what is acceptable and what is not acceptable with a one caveat that the angels always say is as if they feel like they've been trying to get your attention <laughs> and you're just stubborn, mm. obviously, like I am, they may do something that requires you to pay attention. Like make sandwiches. Like make sandwiches in your kitchen. <laughs> gotcha. Interesting. What have what have you learned the most from connecting with the angels? What is what is the one thing today that sticks out to you? So I'm I'm asking this question because I just wrote a book. It comes out next May. And part of that book is the spiritual masters. And I myself went through a lot of transformation writing that book and kind of came out in a way that I didn't quite expect. I don't want to get into it now, but I'm kind of curious if you went through something like that, writing these kinds of books, did you, did it change you, Lisa, in a way that you didn't expect or, or what do you know? What, do you, what would you want people to know about angels? And we're talking right. arch, archangels, correct, Lisa? Right. Not writing this particular book. Cause as I said, this was like a lot of information that I'd already been working with and it was just felt timed. I was, they had been bugging me for a long time to just put it in a proper book. So, so they told you the, I'm sorry to interrupt, but they told you the numbers. Yes. Okay. I'm so glad you clarified that because audience, if you're, you are listening, <laughs> you're listening to this podcast. So each in this book, which again, if you're just tuning in on the radio, I'm speaking with Lisa Robertson, and she's the author of many books. The one that we're highlighting today is The Divine Practice of Angel Numbers, Raise Your Vibration with the Archangels. And I'm so glad you just said this, because there's a lot of contradictory information out there. That's one of the things I learned when I was writing about masters. Some people say this number, that. And so this is channeled from you, correct? Yes. Correct. Okay. So they said to you, for example, you have Archangel Uriel is 555. Yes. Okay. Okay. That answers that question. We can we can circle back to that. What have you learned? And did this change you? Working with the angels definitely changed me. Um, but it was from the beginning. So as I said, these books, the angel books are a long time in the making. So it's like they're a decade after I've learned the lessons. <laughs> I'm just bringing, I just feel comfortable now sharing them with other people. Um, for me, the one thing that I learned the most working closely with Uriel, because Uriel is actually my personal angel, is how much love and support we truly have. Like, and how we are never alone. Those were the things I learned the most. And obviously those were the lessons I needed to learn the most. And we all learn different things based on whatever the karmic journey is for this incarnation, whatever we have been going through or whatever we need healed, cleared or transformed or transmuted uh, throughout our journey. So for me, it was love is always available. You're never alone. You're always supported. Whenever you ask for help, it will always show up. I love that. And that's Archangel Uriel with the numbers 555. Correct. And so tell us about the 
the numbers? What is the connection? So I've always heard that if you see it in three, so if you see five, 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 and then you see it again, five, five, five. And then, so that's how you know that it's a, a message. Is that correct? What is your take on that? I think it's all intuitive. I, to, honestly, I don't think there's any really hard and fast rules. And that was one of the things I wanted to be really careful of when I wrote this book. This was my journey with the angels. This was the information I had personally challenged. If it doesn't coincide with what you've learned, then that's fine too. I'm always open to seeing every single piece of information as a chapter in the same book. So if this, my book is a chapter in a book on angel numbers, then you're seeing it as a continuation or additional information, or maybe just another way of telling a similar story. Um, so I think that it becomes the point of we read things, we gather information, we take on what vibrationally aligns or tunes to our personal belief system. And then it becomes, in, you know, part of our psychic or intuitional toolkit. I couldn't agree more. I, I, I'm such a huge fan of intuition that you have to go with your gut. If you've seen it one time and you feel like, wow, that's made an imprint on me. I feel something around that. It's for you. I, I agree with you, Lisa, and I appreciate you pointing that out because that we can get in our heads and then we can talk ourselves out of things. So why numbers? What, what, what is behind all that? So did every single angel tell you their number or did you ask or did they just share that? So gathering a group of angels to write a book was always an interesting thing, right? So I just asked them what numbers did they feel that their personal lessons for humanity or humans or what did they want to be associated with? And I, I said, listen, obviously there's not a number for everyone here. So, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> yeah. sort that out amongst yourselves. That is not up for me to decide who goes where. Um and, you know, they would just like usually just be either during meditation or just before I dropped off to sleep, they would like just check in and say, hey, I'm going to be this one or I'm going to be this one, like whatever. And then we would go from there. And then as I moved through the chapters, I would, you know, sit with them and channel the whatever information they felt was pertinent. Again, I was letting them know we don't have a lot of words. Don't make this too wordy. Let's try and make this user-friendly. So, like, there was a lot of parameters that we were working with to gather the information because it's it's a very different thing to produce a channel book through traditional publishing networks than it is, say, if you self-publish. If you self-publish, there's a lot more room that you can move with channeled material. In right. traditional publishing, we have to make it as user-friendly as possible, and that's why in that book there's a lot of exercises and practical components of using the numbers in your daily life because, you know, in traditional publishing that's kind of our aim is to give you a guide or a workbook or something that you can use for your own development. Right. Mental you have purposes. to, you have to go wide. You have to do a wide audience and therefore yeah. it has to be something that everybody can understand and read. I can so appreciate that. And so what I, what I'm getting at Lisa is so many people Google, including myself, Google, Oh, I just saw this number and let me see what it means. And what you're going to get is a lot of different opinions. And sometimes they, that's what I, my experience when I was writing my, my latest book, which comes out in May, 2023. And finally I had to say, Oh, for heaven's sake, I just got to trust my own gut here and go with my own experiences. Because if I, I'm going to make myself nutty, if I try to align with one thing here. So 
Um, so what do you say to that when people Google and all that? What's your take on that? Uh, I have a lot of opinions about Googling. I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell. That's why I asked. And I love, I absolutely love your honesty. I do. And I'm sure the audience does too. So what do you, you know, it's your opinion where you're entitled to. Right. Your opinion. Right. This is, I, yeah, go ahead. I, I think Google has ruined real research. Mm. Um, you know, I come from a researching background. I, I come from an academic background and I will always go to books or written texts or, you know, pub research publications before I go to Google. To me, Google fills in gaps that I can't find anywhere else. Or if I'm going to Google, I want to go to a trusted blog or, or agency that I know before I do that. So I did not Google anything for this book, I do not believe, except for maybe the crystals, because I'm not really a crystal person and they were really adamant about that. My limited crystal books was, you know. The, the archangels were adamant about that. They were adamant about putting crystals in this book and I am not a crystal okay. person. So, like, okay. I did have to, like, but it was mainly for double checking. Like, I really wanted to see if the information I had was at least available to people exactly. somewhere. Yeah. Um, but that would have been about the only part of it. But as I said, like, to me, I feel like we've lost the art of real research. And I, that's a problem as well, because there is a lot of flawed information on Google. So I think we have to be a little careful when we Google. Stuff. I, I couldn't agree with um, you more. What do you do for uh, education are you in education or are you what what's your background I used to I used to be I have I have a um, bachelor of education and a post degree in fine art okay okay I I agree you, you do need to be careful folks out there because sometimes it's just clickbait and people just have figured out certain words to use to get high up in the Google rankings and it's not about the content it's about them trying to just get, you know, leads and things like that. It's just part of this whole world that we live in. So that's, that's interesting. So we need to take a quick break, everyone. But when we get back from the break, I'm going to talk more to Lisa and ask more questions about how you can connect and strengthen your relationship with the angels. So we'll be right back after the break. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a spiritual teacher and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of nine books that can help empower lives from Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, to Mantras Made Easy, and The Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. 
Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Looking for your own personal roadmap to understanding the universe and your place in it? Learn to use astrology to understand yourself, friends, family, and current events and improve your life in the process with author and astrologer Gaul Sasan. Mention discount code DREAM for 20% off when you register for Learn to Read Your Astrology Chart at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, October 14th to the 16th. Learn more at eomega.org. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SherriannaBoyle.com. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. We're talking about numbers and angels. And before we get a little deeper into this, Lisa, and I'm speaking with Lisa Robertson, everyone, if you're just turning in on the radio, who's the author of The Divine Practice of Angel Numbers, Raise Your Vibration with the Archangels. So what is the difference between Archangel and an angel? There's so many different types of angels. Um, You know, there are guardian angels. There is everyday angels, there's archangels, there's seraphims, like there's so many different levels of angels. Uh, The angels describe it this way, is that they're all in a different frequency bands. They all have a different purpose. They all have specific roles that they play. So the archangels are a band of angels that kind of oversee parts of the human experience in a more devotional, higher frequency kind of way. Um, that's how they best describe it. I just uh, I just finished writing a book. It, it actually comes out in January on with guardian angels. So I've I've they're a totally different frequency. They feel totally different. They are more practical. They are more hands-on as opposed to the archangels, which are more about awareness and consciousness and shifting how we think about who we are and our place in divinity, not just the world. So they are a bit more of a conscious energy rather than a practical day-to-day one. Okay. So that's wonderful. That's another book we can look forward to. Um, So everyone, if you want to get to know Lisa's work, Lisa Robertson, then you have more to come. (laughs) So. How do people, in terms of the numbers, can you talk a little bit about, well, I know you spoke a little bit about Archangel Uriel. 
How do you suggest that people work with these numbers? I thought it was interesting that you have the number zero, zero, zero. Don't see that very often. Uh, And that's um, Archangel Metatron, correct? Correct. I actually see that number a lot. So it's funny you say that because like (laughs) when I was writing this book, I had a friend say to me, I don't think that's a very common number. And I said, well, I'm, uh, you know, Metatron and I are going to put you to the test and we're going to see how often you actually do see zero, zero, zero. And within two weeks, she was emailing me going, oh my God, I'm seeing that number freaking everywhere now. Like it was on phone numbers. It was on the end of, you know, it was on billboards. It was on license plate numbers. It was on bank statements. And I was like, yeah, we actually do see it more than we think. But we're not really consciously aware of it, which is kind of the point of the archangels is to raise your consciousness and awareness of what is around you. Mm -hmm. So one of the ways that I work with the numbers on a very practical level is over on my Patreon. And each month we actually work with a specific angel number and we use that number for the entire month and we give it an intention. So we just have wrapped up, uh, we're just wrapping up the September one. We were doing nine, yep, nine, nine, nine. So that was the number that if we saw it, we knew was connected to Archangel Raphael and that there was something that we needed to stop and pay attention to that maybe needed some clarity or healing work around it. So it is one of those things of we want to be somewhat intentional with how we work with it, but at the same time, we can actually say to the angels, okay, so I'm not quite clear about what it is you would like me to work on. Send me one of these freaky numbers, like, you know, send me a, a, a send me send me a freaky number so that I know because I've got this book, I've got this book by this crazy Australian, and it's got all this sort of crap inside of it. So send me one of your freaky numbers and then I'll know. Right. Yeah. So they send you four, 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 and you go to the book and you're like, oh yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> Interesting. Would it would tell me about two two two? That's a number that a lot of people I, I found in my circle anyway. And I had the interesting experience with two 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 because I one of my daughters, I get her energy healings. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge fan of energy healings, obviously. And she's my daughter, so I don't work on my own family members. I just don't. I send them to other people that I love. Anyway, the appointment was at two two two. And I'm thinking to myself, and I was new with this practitioner. I had never used her before with my daughter. And I was like, okay, I hope this works out for her. So on my way home, I drop her off at the appointment. I'm very close. So I start driving home and license plate comes towards me, 222. I'm like, no, that's interesting. I just dropped her off for a 222 appointment. License plate comes to me, 222. I'm going to take that as a validation. Okay, good job, mom. Put Pat yourself on the back, right? Then I go, and now the appointment's an hour and a half. I circle back to pick her up. What do you think what license plate comes towards me? 222. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What is going? And I'm sure people can relate to the story because sometimes you're just like, Okay, what is the message? And I suppose that's where a book like yours is going to help us. But what is your take on that? Well, I love that because that's 
222 is connected to Archangel Jophiel, who's all about love, right? Yes, yes. So the fact that you trusted, you trusted someone that you love with your daughter, which you love, I and do. she was getting loving work and there was love abound. <laughs> yes, Jophiel <laughs> was there to reaffirm that this is a partnership. So twos are also about partnership. And if we go to numerology, two oh. is the number of partnerships. Um, so we do talk about being in partnerships where there is an exchange of love energy, and that's not necessarily romantic. In the book, we talk about it, uh, the angels talk about it as twin flame energy. And when they started channeling this, I was, well, kind of was like, oh, no, I don't do twin flames. And they're like, no, yeah. no, hang in there. This is not like what, <laughs> just hang in there. We're, we're using it in a slightly different way. I did notice that in your book. I noticed you talk about twin right. flames. Yes, go ahead. And I was like, okay, well, I'll, pl- I'll, I'll channel this information and then I'm going to see if I really want to put this in the public domain because, like, that's not really something I want to be done for. But they were, it was interesting the way Joe Fiel explained it about how a twin flame is someone who is feeling the same sort of love for us at the same time we're feeling the same sort of love for them. And that that could be anywhere in any dimension across any time, any space or any place, right? And when she explained it that way, I was like, oh, my God, that makes so that now that makes sense to me. Yeah. Sorry, can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay, good. Sorry about the pause, everyone. I just saw my mic went out and I had to plug it back in. Um, that makes perfect sense to me too. So say it again. So if you if the twin flame is about there's someone has love for you anywhere, at the, anywhere at the, at the same time you have love for them. Oh, and I she said that. that she said that they don't even have to be in a physical body for that to take place. And she said a lot of times people from the other side of the veil, if that's what you call it, can be sending you love at the same time you're thinking about them. And that also sparks off this beautiful twin flame 222 energy because it is everything that is connected to love, not romantic love, but the pure vibrational energy of love. Oh, wonderful. So I'm curious about when you get this information from Archangel Jovio, how does it deliver? Is there like a certain time of day when you're going to bed or, like, no. or is it just coming in like all day? How are you? No, 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 no. <laughs> How is it these conversations are taking place? Are you in meditation? I'm just curious. It's very intentional. Um, so I tend to like channel as I'm writing. So I'll... I'll I do the same thing. So I'll, I'll be putting up the prompts and the questions and I'll be asking the energy to come through and then I'll just like just start writing away till like the connection's really strong and solid and then we can get into some real question and answer type stuff which tends to happen a lot like even when I was writing this when I was writing this book I was asking a lot of questions I was like so I'd be typing and I'd be like are we sure about this? Is this really what we want to say? Like, you know, so like there are different things. And, and it, I could be also be like, okay, you got to stop. That's that's too far out there or that's too that's not within the realms of this book. Let's bring it back. And also, you know, what could be a practical use or a practical exercise? So like for me, the because it's like working with someone who's literally in the room with me, I don't need to like wait for them to drop in does that 
I guess yes. because I've been doing it for so long, like it, yes. it's hard to like kind of explain. Like I can just say, okay, we're going to do this now. So like, come on in because, you know, people who aren't in physical bodies don't really operate in the same time space dimension as we do. Yes. So like their consciousness can just drop in at any time. Right. Right. Absolutely. No, I, I completely agree with you. And that's what happens to me. And I think that's, people always ask me, how do you write so many books? And it's that it's because I get into a zone, <laughs> right, Lisa? It's it's for me. It's actually energy is fluid, and that feels good. I mean, of course, it's hard ass work. Let's face it, Lisa. I mean, writing a book is not it. it there's the channeling, and that's the fun part. But then when you hand it over to the editor and they hand it back to you with all these things you have to pick, that's the part. Of like, ah, oh, this is a lot of work. But anyway. Um, so that's fascinating. I love that. So anything else that you think our listeners would really benefit from hearing, um, um, Archangel see, I noticed you also have some archangels that we don't hear of as often, um, mm -hmm. as others like Sam, is it Samuel, Samuel or Samuel? Samuel. Oh, how do you say that? Say it again. Samuel. Samuel. Samuel, yeah. <laughs> <Samuel>. <laughs> okay. 444. Now I always thought 444. That's why I was like the Google thing. Because a lot of times we say 444 is Archangel Raphael. But you heard 444, Archangel. Do some of them share the same number? Or no, they all had it in your book, they all have a different number. You have in my book, they all have a different number. Yeah. Raphael, you have as 999. Right for healing work and end of cycles, karmic work. Again, we were working very much with numerology um, mm -hmm. and how, because it is a very understood uh, system of divination already. Um, and it's, I haven't, you know, I was trained in numerology way before I started working with the angels. And one of the things that I have noticed with the angels is they tend to want to work with our own level of understanding. So because mine was already set at numerology, I didn't have to devise this whole brand new thing to do with numbers. So we, we yeah. very much focused on a divination system that already exists, that already works, that people already know about, and then started putting more devotional, higher conscious awareness work involved in some of this uh, work, which is why we ended up with Raphael at 999 for healing karmic cycles, for doing, for allowing us to move out of one transit into another, because that's what nine in numerology is about. Uh, Samuel here at 444 is again, you know, that number of fine details and making sure that we have pure vision and clarity and not ego vision. So like, there's a whole bunch of stuff in here that really does tie into divination systems that we've already used. And I think that it was so easy for me because of my tarot background, because I create tarot decks and write a lot of tarot books that I'm already doing that. So I'm already using a very basic, I'm already using a system that is already out there, a divination tool that is already out there and then applying other ways of processing or accessing or deepening or widening the knowledge within that divination system by putting something else, you know, laying it on the top. So that's exactly what we did here with the angel book. Fantastic. And so do you channel messages? Could you give a message to our audience here today? Would you be able to tap in and 
Is that something you do or do you have boundaries sure. around that? I don't well, let's go to break, my friend. Let's let's give you a second to take a sip of water. Okay. I just wanted to ask permission. You have you have permission to say no if that's not your thing right now. Um let's so do it. I'm so excited. Okay, we gotta go take a commercial break. We're gonna come right back after the break with a channeled message from Lisa. So stay tuned. Are you looking for a simple way to stay in shape and care for your emotions? Well, look no further. It's Sherrianna here. And I want you to know I have been teaching yoga for over 20 years. My style might be a little different. I include a little bit of cardio, yoga, breath work, and of course, you're going to hear my emotional detox teaching sprinkled in. People describe my classes as therapy. <laughs> so zoom in and practice yoga with me live on Tuesdays at 9.30 Eastern or Thursdays, noontime Eastern, where you can take it on demand as I record everything. Go to sherryannaboyle.com, click explore memberships to learn more. From the vibrant soul of Sherryanna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Looking for a fun and relaxing getaway? Omega Rest and Rejuvenation Retreats are a great way to unwind and renew your spirit. Sit and read in the garden, explore the woodland trails, or try a daily yoga or meditation class. You can stretch your body, quiet your mind, and do as much or as little as you choose. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org or call 800-944-1001. When we think of a detox, we usually think of it as a physical experience. But what about a mind-emotional detox? With Sherrianna Boyle's new book, Emotional Detox Now, you get just that. Inside, you will find 135 of Sherrianna's signature cleanses laid out for you. In just five minutes a day, you can enjoy the soothing benefits of an emotional detox. Imagine feeling centered, calm, and free. With an emotional detox now, you can. Grab your book today at your favorite bookstore or go to sherryannaboyle.com. Looking for your own personal roadmap to understanding the universe and your place in it? Learn to use astrology to understand yourself, friends, family, and current events and improve your life in the process with author and astrologer Gaul Sasan. Mention discount code DREAM for 20% off when you register for Learn to Read Your Astrology Chart at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, October 14th to the 16th. Learn more at eomega.org. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherrianna, and uh, we are with Lisa Robertson here. 
And before the break, if you were just tuning into the show, Lisa, we were talking, we're talking about the archangels, by the way, Lisa is the author of a book called the divine practice of angel numbers, raise your vibration with the archangels. And I asked Lisa if she would be willing to do a channeled message here to all of us. Hi, Carrie. And I'm just giving, um, I'm getting Lisa a moment to connect and really ask. I think it's nice to have live people when you do a channeled message because you just feel it. And she's going to deliver from the archangels. We are like so blessed right now. Um, So Lisa, whenever you're ready, honey, just you just go. (laughs) Hello, little ones. It is so lovely to speak with you today. Questions, questions, questions. We see question marks across everyone's head. All the questions. It is not where you find the answer. Instead, we want you to take a moment, breathe in and breathe out. And instead of asking questions, open space in your mind for a solution. Don't hold an intention. Don't resist the information that comes through. Instead, just breathe and be open to receive. The solution may come in the form of a number or a color or a sign or a symbol. But you are ready for solutions. You do not have to keep questioning and asking. For the solution and the frequency that are attached to it and are driving forces into your auric field and into your consciousness cannot get through the barrier that is the question. So drop the question, let it go, release it, and instead be open, allowing yourself to receive. It could be a simple mantra, angels, today I am open. I am open to receive. I am an empty vessel, ready to be filled with solutions, ready to be filled with your inspired energy, ready to receive the next step, the next call, the next hint, the next nudge. Angels, I am an open vessel. Fill me with your love, your healing, your guidance. Give me a sign or a symbol that we are in connection right now. That is all you have to do. And then allow the day to unfold. There is great resistance at this time on your planet to allow things to unfold, for things to take time, for things to bear fruit. There is a very insidious energy that your ego has attached to of instant gratification. This is where your suffering is. It is causing frustration and it causes you to walk around with continuous questions and no space for solutions. So our message to you, because we love you so much in all of your confusion, in all of your mess, in all of your perfection, is to stop with the questions and open for the solutions. Not that we are saying, don't ask for more. Of course but stop fighting the blessing. Stop building walls to your abundance. Stop barricading yourself from love. 
We see you, we honor you, and we are blessed to always be in your grace. We are complete. Lisa, that was amazing. I, oh my gosh, the energy is so high right now. Ah, you are gifted, my girl. Did you guys feel that? I'm, I, we're live on Instagram. And uh, I love the message. Couple things I was writing down. You probably just channel and then you're like, Ooh, what did I just say? <laughs> Sometimes I do that. I'm like, I'm not really sure. People are like, yeah, what you said to me last time. I'm like, I can't even remember. But um, drop the questions is the message here for all of us. And I'm going to, you know, an emotional detox language. Sometimes the questions, I agree, Lisa. And and um, was there a specific archangel you were pulling in or? Just it was just, a collective band. It was a collective better. And very often that resistance is what we're clearing in emotional detox, you know, really. And, and again, then I heard in your message was that instant gratification, that ego and instantaneous results, right? I'll so take much word for it. <laughs> so, so much good stuff there. And I, I relate to it so much because of the, you know, emotional detox. And, and that's what we clear, you know, all that ego and that resistance so that we can feel ourselves pure. So thank you so much for this. This has been such a special, special, um, <laughs> I can't even talk. This has been such a special, um, show today, Lisa. And once again, everyone listening, I'm just putting this in front of my Instagram people. This is her book, The Divine Practice of Angel Numbers, Raise Your Vibration with the Archangels. I'm Sherrianna Boyle. If you're um, new to my work, I'm the author of the Emotional Detox book series. And um, thank you so much for showing up on this live. We love you. And thank you, listeners of Just Asperia, Just Asperia, Love you as well. And um, thank you, Lisa, for coming on the show. Oh, you're most welcome. (laughs) Take care, everyone. And remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Until next time. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more.